Welcome to the Essay for FAs Asset Allocator podcast, a series that addresses issues of current interest to financial advisors, including ETFs, asset allocation, and the economy. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and today's discussion is meant as encouragement for enduring today's choppy markets. This is a test. Just one question, and you get to grade it yourself. In just one word, what would you say is the opposite of pain? I'll give you a moment to think about that. Okay, I'm going to guess that the answer that most people arrived at was pleasure. Pain and pleasure are usually interposed as opposites, but I think this is a mistake, one which is relevant for investors at this painful market juncture, where stock values continually swoon on trade news and predictions of a stock market-killing recession are frequently voiced by the cognoscenti. There may be better answers, but my first reaction to the opposite of pain question was stagnation. We will explore whether the standard answer or my answer is more correct, but before we even enter that discussion, can you see the investment implications? An investor who counterposes pleasure with pain may want to flee stock market pain when it comes and find other sources of pleasure, whereas someone whose nature resists stagnation may be capable of embracing pain. Stagnation being the opposite of pain may not seem obvious to everyone, but think about it. Generally speaking, investors' primary objective is growth. Whether we are talking about your money or your child, pain is the midwife that delivers that growth. There is no pain in holding a fixed coupon bond that pays exactly what was promised. If you put $1,000 into a 10-year treasury currently yielding around 1.5%, Uncle Sam will pay you $15 for each of those 10 years. That is not a growth investment. The pain of temporarily and safely parting with your $1,000 is minimal, and hence the gain is minimal. Children, and grown-ups too of course, mature via the physical and emotional pain they experience. Keeping this discussion in the easier-to-understand realm of people, it is understood that a failure to grow is stagnation. Because people do not want to stagnate, they make themselves vulnerable to suffering to achieve their ambitions. This could be the guy who squats 45 pounds in the gym but wants to one day reach 225 pounds. Or it could be forming a relationship with a potential spouse. Marriage may be the goal, but the risk may be a painful breakup, and even a successful relationship can be punctuated by the unpleasant, even painful volatility through which we achieve growth. Now, you certainly have heard no pain, no gain before this podcast, but I do hope advisors will take away the following key point of relevance right now in this choppy market, and that is that it is the goal that should drive our decisions and help us stay the course. In the example I used of a married couple, the growth they experience individually and as a couple stems from wanting to get and stay married. If the purpose of the relationship is just pleasure, they're unlikely to achieve either. And so it is in the stock market. People who are out for just pleasure are in for a painful breakup with their money. I should point out that there is a common category of investors who are worse than stagnators, and they are, excuse me for lack of a better term, losers. Stagnators are afraid of growth and therefore don't obtain it. Losers convert market pain into permanent portfolio losses, which means coming out worse than they went in. In contrast to stagnators and losers, those whose portfolios are goal-driven are capable of embracing, especially with good professional advice, the pain that is necessary to achieve their goals and understand that stagnation will keep them from achieving them. 
It is the growth-oriented investor, by which I mean someone whose advisor has conditioned him to stay focused on goals rather than day-to-day market drama, who can stay the course in declining markets and expand their risk capacity to enter markets that other investors are fleeing. It is this mindset that advisors should be cultivating. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast useful, consider passing it on to one other advisor. Also, feel free to contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com if you have feedback or requests.